0: Microphone check 1-2, microphone check 1-2 This is your boy J.A. Guy And this is the podcast Fall Down 7, Get Up 8 What's good ladies and gentlemen, what's good This is your boy J.A. Guy And we are here with another episode of Fall Down 7, Get Up 8 We are here today because For the majority of the part we are going to be talking about this book Safety Off by Martian M-A-R-T-I-A-N This is a brother that I connected with uh, via Twitter and he was selling uh, his books through Twitter and on the strength of some of his tweets and things like that, I was like you know what, let me go ahead and support another independent artist and go ahead and get this book and see what it's all about and see how uh, how I liked it and I got this book um, actually several months ago and I had been kind of picking through it and kind of reading through it it is a book of uh, of poetry uh, safety off it's about oh 105 pages it was published in 2020 the year of COVID the year of uprisings the year George Floyd died and um so that was kind of the um, background to this, I believe, at least after reading a lot of the poetry in here. Um, I do have to give the brother credit, man. The uh, the cover, I really like the feel of it. It's kind of a gummy kind of a feel. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's got, you know, like the red, black and green on there. He also has like the eye of horse. So you can tell this is a very, very, um, what we would call a conscious brother, you know, um, from back in the day when I was, uh, more active in doing spoken word and stuff like that. So I was really, really excited to, um, to get this book and go through, um, go through a lot of the poems. Now I will admit, I'm not all the way through the book. I'm about halfway done with it. And, um, I gotta say that I'm, I'm very impressed with this book um even though it does have a couple of flaws in it however i don't think that the the flaws are a are takeaway from this book um i think there are flaws in in every book i think that there are editors that miss there are editors that miss spelling errors and things like that i don't know how much he went through and looked over his work to see you know does this line make sense with that line and things like that because this poetry is not um, it doesn't have punctuation in it. like none of the poems have a comma or a period or a semicolon and every line is started off with a capital letter you know so you kind of have to know the rhythm of the, the poem and things like that and that's kind of where the other kind of the flaws come in is that I was reading through the book. There was a couple of lines where I was kind of like rereading and rereading and it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me um, for a couple of the lines. So to me, some of the flow was off and things like that. However, because you know that this brother is very conscious from the cover of the book with the Eye of Horus, that's usually a symbol and an indicator um, that I have known um, that conscious people will use um, and things like that. Um, but it's, 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 a very much a black nationalist, uh, mindset. I mean, he goes in on some white folks, you know, and thinking about the time frame, either when he wrote this book or when he published this book, it's very much understandable where his viewpoints were. You know, I don't know the month that he actually published this book or actually did the writings and things like that. Um... But it's very, very much um, a kind of a black nationalist, very conscious mindset, what I like to call uh, old school brothers, brothers and sisters that were, you know, born in the uh, early to mid-70s. You know, we are the Generation Xers. Uh, He might be in that group from what I'm I'm hearing and reading in his book. I would very much say that, yeah, he's, he's probably pretty much a Generation Xer, which is another reason why I really, really... Um, enjoyed this book. Um, the other thing about it, the things that I, I I understood but didn't really enjoy as much was he has a lot of concrete language, and what I mean by that it is that in any kind of poetry you can have very concrete language, especially if you're going to be an activist. It's very concrete. It's very matter of fact. Um, it you know it goes at your throat. And he definitely has a lot of concrete language, where he just he just goes at the throat of the American system, uh, white nationalism, um, racist. You know, and that's kind of the thing where it's it's really enjoyable. Um, and then he also he also goes in, you know, on on black people. You know, so I'm, I'm gonna talk a little bit about some of the um, poems that he has. The first one, um, blacks are excellence. This is his probably his probably his most pointed piece. Is also his first one. Um, this is one where he just he really gives the props to black people. It's more of a kind of an uplifting empowerment kind of piece. Um, really, really, definitely enjoyed reading that. Um, his two shorter pe- pieces, "Negrophobia" and "The B Side," he really he really goes in at the col- uh, colonizer. You know. It's, it's in in negrophobia. He really talks about how the mind of the colonizer reacts to the black experience or being black in America. And I think that that's really an important part. Where you know, we've been getting on white folks, and I feel like in 2020 we really kind of went at the neck of white folks. Was like, hey, this is wrong. This is wrong. Stop doing this. Don't be doing this. You guys are tripping on on doing all of these kind of things. Um, we're talking about our lives here you know and we are getting murdered in the streets so um when he really really went there uh, it was really really nice to uh to read premeditated order he uses this line that i really 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 liked and really enjoyed the line or the phrase was culture vultures culture vultures and i feel like when we talk about appropriation and cultural appropriation, uh, white folks been doing this for years. I mean, decades. I mean, like, millennia, damn near. You know, when we're talking about this 2023 or 2020, and we can go back um, damn near 100 years to the 1950s and talk about people like Elvis Presley um, and things like that. Um, when I think about the phrase culture vulture, um, that's the thing that it just really, really... It really stands out. And so I just... I really appreciated that line. Um, and then, like, not only that. I mean, if, even in 2020, when we have, like, TikTok. And we have the, you know, the the dances and all of that. That, you know, you see black people doing. And the next thing you know, you got, you got uh, a group of white people doing the same dance. With, like, millions of followers. Because they stole the culture. The other thing that I just really, really appreciated about this is that, you know, he is really putting a a mirror up to white America. You know, and he's putting it, he's putting that mirror up and he's he's not having any kind of holds barred about it. So all in all, I've read about 29 poems. uh, Because like I said, I'm about halfway through this book. More than likely, I'll do another episode where we look at the... Remainder of the um, the poems in here, um, but I just I feel like it's just it's such a a really amazing read. Um, I'm actually looking through it right now, and I'm reading through the poem uh, "Defiant," where there's a stanza that says, "I'm already synonymous with death. If the media keeps telling it, shoot that ball, catch that ball, throw that ball. Don't you dare have some balls." The sponsors, the fans, and the backlash by saying you're a black man first. Don't black out, then go blackface. Um, when I talk about concrete language, that's like really, really concrete language. Um, it's it's very, very to to the front and and just right there in your face. Another stanza that I really, really enjoyed reading. the the stanza that says, try to reconnect the source and fully heal ourselves and everything affected by pesky infection. When he talks about a pesky infection, um, it took me directly back to COVID, you know, and it was like, I remember, you know, a lot of people being scared at first and then kind of how you know, everybody was like, some people were getting COVID and then like getting over it, especially people in our age group. And it was like, yo, this is this is a cold. You know, this is the flu. The flu kills more people. You know, it's a pesky infection. And we did all these these this we did this worldwide thing. You know? Whereas now, like three years later, it's still affecting us. You know, people will have to like get a jab or you know that whole politicized thing about your health you know i'm not going to go whether or not i'm vaccinated or not but i understand the fact that you know what in order for people to work in certain fields they have to be vaccinated and i think that that is um that's one of those kind of ridiculous kind of things where it's like you know i don't know if this vaccination is working if it's going to harm me or help me or anything else like that so um, as, I'm, as i was reading through this um, this book, all those emotions and, and excuse me, all those emotions and feelings really became back to the forefront um, through reading his, his poetry, and I think that that's another powerful piece of of what we're dealing with here in America. The last part um, that I got to reading after a lot of his um, kind of very pro-black, black black nationalism mindset, Um, and this is, this is, it was, it was weird to read, but I think it was also good to read and kind of remind us, especially as black people, this um, intention of religion. And, I mean, he really goes in, I think there's, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Excuse me, there's about six poems that he goes in, and he really deals with this idea of religion. And religion in the black community is always kind of a... Hotbed topic, especially with Generation X, because we were kind of the generation that kind of looked at religion for what it was. Um, you know, kind of going back to our our grandparents and, and things like that. The great, the greatest generation. Um, you know, Garvey and things like that, saying, you know what, God was this this invent of God or this invent of Jesus. This was something that was given to you or tried to indoctrinate you as enslaved people. And so a lot of us, you know, kind of have that idea of, you know what, religion and God and, and Christianity and everything else like that um, can be very much a, a, an, an enslavement tactic, you know. And I like this, I, I love his poems because of the fact that like he doesn't only just deal with Christianity, okay, he deals with uh, the nation of Islam. He goes in on them. Um, and then he also goes in on the Hebrew Israelites. You know, and for anybody who is uh, black in America uh, and dealing with religion, I know there's a lot of Hebrew Israelites. I know there's a lot of 5%ers. I know there's a lot of uh, black Muslims, people that believe um, in the, uh, the nation of Islam, um, as well as just Islam in general. Um, but I mean, he just, he goes in and then he just really talks about it you know and and just really critiques what's going on you know are we are we really being enslaved or are we continuing being enslaved by this doctrine called religion you know and really just kind of questions kind of some of the history of each religion and just goes in And I thought it was very well put together, like I said, his concrete, his use of concrete language, as well as um, um, citing certain people, you know, like Marshall Keeble um, and um, Barton W. Stone, Thomas Campbell, Alexander Campbell. um, You know, he even references uh, Marcus Garvey at one point. Um, and then the mores and everything else like that so that was you know the thing when i say he uses a lot of concrete language um and things like that i think that the book is very much well put together um very very independent i don't know if this book is on amazon or anything else like that um but he does have his isbn number um and you can look up the isbn number now as far as him the person you know he's got an um m-a-r-t-i-a-n is um I can't remember what it's called, but it's like um, an acrostic or something like that where every letter stands for something. I don't know exactly what it stands for. Um, But, you know, as far as being a Martian, I also think that that is another beautiful concept. You know, because as black people in America, you know, we have never felt, I know that myself, I have never really felt a part of this country. Uh, part of this world because of the stereotypes that we have to overcome or I have had to overcome or I'm still overcoming whenever I walk into a room or things like that so for him to kind of have that kind of mentality that off world still in world dealing with all of this kind of mentality it's an absolutely fantastic fantastic thing y'all so I'm not sure whether or not I want to reach out to this brother and have a conversation or if he would be willing to do that um, I am still considering bringing some uh, some authors on, some independent writers, uh, publishers of books, because you can just tell like he did this very, very much old school. I'm sure that he had a printer um, in mind to print his books and things like that. Uh, but this is a fantastic read. If you get a chance to check it out, the title of the book is called Safety Off. And it's by Martian. The brother is also on Twitter. Let me see if I can bring up his Twitter information. He's on Twitter under, so he's on Twitter under, M-A-R-T-I-A-N. And it's at D, capital D, lowercase a, Martian, all capitalized, M-A-R-T-I-A-N of verb, V-E-R-B. He's been on uh, Twitter since 2011. He's got about 400 and so followers, Um, and he also has a uh, a website where I believe that you can get the uh, the book and information like that. Um, He has several poetry books, um, but I I can just tell the brother is very, very, very independent. uh, Not only in his creativity, the way he thinks, uh, but then also in his actions and the way he moves. You can just be able to tell those kind of things from the book that I have uh, read. So once again, I am your boy, J.A. Guy. This is the podcast, Fall Down 7, Get Up 8. This is our anniversary month, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for continually tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word you heard. And keep on listening. Keep on enjoying. Keep on spreading the word. I will meet y'all on the other side. Peace.